The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts and guests of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs broadcasted on this station. If you would like to know more about Valley Free Radio, please visit us at valleyfreeradio.org. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, and with me tonight are Susan Timberlake. Hey there. And George Claxton. Hey there. <laughs> you. With the inimitable John Roberts uh, manning the soundboard, and... Uh, That's where the stars in our eyes mean? are. Inimitable means no one can pretend to be you. Not that anyone's trying. God, seriously. <laughs> well, th- there is one guy trying, but he lives in the middle of the Sahara, so. Ooh. Well, he's I'm totally not sure getting that He's not trying very hard. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. And uh, uh, the John was looking very bewildered. And right that executive producer is lurking around the, here. And the perfectly imitable, but <laughs> really not hard to com- confuse me. The perfectly <laughs> imitable lurker in chief, Stefan Ward Wheaton, is our uh, co-executive producer, is over there as well. Um, Though in truth, I'd rather have Stefan as commander in chief than the angry orange that we currently have. Oh, we're well, going real time we'll, here. We'll get to that in just a moment. So. Yeah, be careful what you wish for, George. Oh. Right. So, so um, I just want to mention. Um, he loves those drones. Before we get before we get into talking about current events and politics, I just want to mention a couple of things. One, um, you can contact us, and we'd love to hear from you. It's uh, civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. On Facebook, we are facebook.com/slash/civilpoliticsradio. On Twitter, it's at CivilPoliticsFM. And we do have a website, which is CivilPoliticsRadio.com, where you can listen to previous episodes of the show and read things we've written and catch links to things and whatnot. I also should mention Valley Free Radio is a small, independent, uh, uh, local nonprofit, which is run by all volunteers. Um, you know, it uh, 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 runs on a shoestring. And we do have a few sort of local... Uh, people, businesses and whatnot, who are um, helping to underwrite the station. And I just, at least once this year, wanted to just take a moment and just say thank you to them. Oh, and they're wonderful. They're wonderful. Yeah, and uh, thank you. And I was wondering if, uh, uh, do we have a list of those handy? We do. It's in my head. Okay. Um, (laughs) Stefan's our treasurer. Something Uh, had to be there. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, Our underwriters are as follows. Collective Copies, Incorporated. They've been a long time, right? Uh, Yeah, they're great. Long time underwriters. River Valley Market. Here they, in Northampton. Yeah, they do. Also a co-op. Shouldn't yeah. you have started with funding for this program? Fun, funding <laughs> for this program. By, <laughs> by viewers, by listeners like you. Yeah. Well, viewers, maybe, some of you. Yeah. Um, and, yes, Collective Copies, River Valley Market. Uh, Ryan Imported Car Repair. Um, oh, that one's y- a new one-ish. Yeah. Yes, right? yes nice. Computers. Oh, wonderful. Those Very are new. Apple, yeah. Apple yes. computers, yep. right? Yep. Yes, Apple computers. That's their specialty, yeah. And Northampton Community Television. Thank you. And Thank you to all oh, of you. Oh, NCTV. Yeah. Very and, nice. So and also we our website I think has uh, has some support from Studio Vinca yes. as well. Yes, absolutely. So we should mention. And we them. have tons of volunteers and people that oh, volunteer certainly. their time. Probably too absolutely. many to mention. Absolutely, and, yeah. I, and I don't volunteer. I get paid in the blood of virgins. Ugh. Don't look at me. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I I tell him we pay him. He believes me. Just oh. don't ruin it. <laughs> Yet another example of a white guy lying to a black guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh dear. And you oh, thought I was different. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Stefan. Yeah. That yeah. brings us to the news of the week. Yes. <laughs> today so, was uh, the big day, right? T- today today is a day that will live in infamy. Well, uh, maybe not, and I hope not. We it no- already does. Yes. We have nothing to fear but fear itself. Yes. And, and that and nuclear war and people being shoved out of the country and a variety of other things. Yeah. Hasn't well, happened yet, and it's already been, what, five hours, ten seven hours? Seven hours now. Seven hours. I, I would point out that, that before the Trumpster actually took office, a lot of the stuff that he was supporting in his speeches all of last year had already happened. Uh, one Trump supporter in Georgia shot a young black man in the head because he was walking by her house on the sidewalk. <gasps> well, she um, she was arrested for that. She has been charged with uh with aggravated assault. He didn't die fortunately. Uh but why did she shoot him? Cuz he was black? Pretty much. Yes. Oh dear. She awesome. she is a I hadn't heard about this one, but she I was is a well-known racist from the area, and she insists that ninety-nine point nine percent of all crime is committed by black males. And she, her excuse to the police was that these boys that were walking by her house had thrown rocks at her house. Absolutely no evidence of that, other than her statement. But her response to this was to fire her gun at this at this group of young black men and hit one of them in the head. Wow. And I don't know about Georgia, but in Massachusetts, you point the gun at somebody that's assault by means of a dangerous weapon. You fire the weapon. It's an entirely different crime. And if you hit them with it, it's assault and battery by means of a dangerous weapon and possibly attempted murder. Right. At the very least, they're going to take your guns away. Not in Georgia, I bet. Probably I not in Georgia. hope they take her guns away. I mean, she's clearly demonstrated she can't use them responsibly. And she was released on $2,500 cash bail. Wow. So I guess you guys want to start talking about Trump <laughs> now and save sort of a, a little retrospective on the eight years of Barack Obama for later in the show, maybe? Uh, yeah, we let's end on a high point. Mm. <laughs> so no drama Obama Yeah. to Trump-a-rama, all drama. Yes, yes. <laughs> Trump-a-rama in surround sound and 3D. Because he sure can put on a spectacle. So, but, so well, Obama. actually not so much with this inauguration. No, uh, this was very yeah. subdued. Yeah, it was subdued. And, and it did, was raining. It didn't get any big name acts. It was, it was the most depressing inaugural speech in the entire history of the country. It was a real downer. Well, it was short, at least. Uh, for some people, it was a real upper. Not for yeah. me. But I think there were people who really felt like yeah. the U.S. was kind of screwing itself and that it needed to do something about it. But we are... Um, you you want to talk about Obama and going back the eight years? And well, we can do that in a, in, in, yeah. a, in, in a bit. Oh, um, okay. Either or I just I, I just think this is... 
This is the very first day of Trump's presidency and the very last day of Obama's presidency. Uh, the turnover Weren't happened at noon. Dignified? So. They dignified? Were, they were beautiful. The, the Obamas. The Obamas were really, great. The Bidens yeah. were wonderful. Except I mean, for that incident that you talked about earlier. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I caught it. There was a couple of things. But when, you know, the, it, it looked great, I would say. I tried to watch most of it. I actually sure. had to go out a couple of times today for appointments. But right. um, it, looked, it looked very... Um, civil and had lots of decorum and people were nice yeah. to each other and they sat next to each other and they shook hands and yeah. the Clintons and the Bushes were sitting right next to each other which yeah. is sort of amazing yeah. actually. Actually the, those two families have gotten along for quite a long time. Especially with his dad in the hospital too yeah. I think Bill because Bill was close to the father right? Yeah. yeah. And Michelle Obama has gotten along with uh, Laura Bush yeah. very yeah. well. And even George Bush, despite the whole dancing incident last year. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the two Bush girls wrote the most wonderful letter to the um, yeah. to Malia and Sasha about what it's like to leave the White House and to have grown up there, and it was really quite something. I mean, talk about civil discourse. I yeah. th I thought I don't know if you guys heard it, but if you get a chance to see it, it's, it's really wonderful. You know about how your parents are doing the you know the best they can to protect you from blah blah blah. blah. Anyway, it was very it was very wonderful. So you want to talk about that event? Is that what you want to talk about? Well, no. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that we can talk about here. The the whole America first thing. America first, and we will get rid of everyone else. The the speech came off to me as something that was more of a threat to the rest yeah. of the world. I, I don't know if uh, uh, we've sorted out those technical difficulties we were having about whether or not we can uh, play a, an excerpt from it. Um, so I'll, if my produce, if the producer gives us the high sign, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll maybe we'll, we can we can play a, a chunk of it. But but yeah, it was um, it was short and it was definitely well. I, th I think the phrase that I think everybody's sort of remembering was he talked about uh, the American carnage. Yeah, even George Will took great conservative took great issue mm -hmm. with the speech and yeah he didn't he didn't really like trump anyway but it's it's quite something because he came out with it just like that the minute the speech was over he had yeah. it up as a byline so it's it's interesting um this morning on morning edition on npr they they were talking to the son of william f buckley an old style republican patrician mm -hmm. who actually wrote an essay about 10 years ago of the inaugural speech of Donald J. Trump. Oh, really? Christopher Buckley did that? Oh, yes. no kidding. Wow. And it, it, He's a funny writer. He wrote a book called Thank You for Smoking, for example. Yes. It's made into a pretty oh, fun movie. Oh, he wrote that? He I wrote didn't... Thank You for Smoking, yes. <laughs> and the thing is that the, the speech that Buckley wrote sounded like Trump, you know? <laughs> well, thank you for uh, electing me president, as I am the only one who really deserves to be president. And, you know, he, yeah. he sounded like Trump. But, but Trump's that, speech was pretty close to that. I mean, it was about how we're going to take everything back and we're yeah. going to restore when, when our did boundaries. We, when did we lose anything? Yeah, and boundaries that's, and that's the manufacturing. You know, yeah. the, he didn't the, say a thing about health care, which I thought was the, very the interesting. Yeah, well. <laughs> have, the Trumpsters have been talking for more than a year now about taking our country back. When did we lose it? Um, when we put a black man in charge. Exactly. Well, and I think they speak to the trade um, agreements where a lot of our our jobs have gone overseas. Even though four to one, it's robots and yeah. robo automation. Yes, but that not, not only that, but jobs that have gone overseas have been sent overseas by Trump 
and the people that he has just nominated to his cabinet. Yes, he is. Yeah. He does exactly do that. In fact, I was wondering if the tariffs are going to apply to his ties. You know, if it's going to be a thirty. F- yeah, yeah. yeah if it be or a thirty his suits or, or his hats. Yeah. But for the people who feel disenfranchised, well, I'm, I imagine he'll have a law, oh, an exception put in for him, and it'll be okay because, after all, presidents can't have conflicts of interest. Yeah. Well, I, I, if they get him, they'll get him on bribery. But I think he was speaking to the people that felt that they'd been forgotten, and it's sort of the, you know, the people that they were making like sixty thousand dollars a year, but they used to make a hundred and sixty, and it, it's a certain cadre of people. And I think he was really speaking to his base. I don't think he was trying to unite the country. No. No, I don't yeah. think he was. he was. And I was surprised. I don't think he ever will. He was yeah. talking to disaffected white people. and White people. Yes, specifically <laughs> yeah. disaffected you white people. You said black. No, I said disaffected white people. He, said, oh. dis- he said white people. Oh, he yes. did? Yeah, he did. Oh. Yeah. But, sorry. Yeah, it's all right. And I, I misheard. Like, like the people, My filter's on. Like the people, <laughs> in, the people in the coal fields. I might not be enunciated uh, well. You know, lots and lots of people that I've talked to personally who thought that you know, the coal jobs went away because they weren't getting enough support from the government. From instead, Obama, yeah, it's because it's, it's competition. Coal, instead of the coal jobs going away because Natural people gas. aren't using as much coal. Gas yeah. and oil are super cheap, yeah. and and we're using more renewable energy, and ga- and coal is also the, the dirtiest the fuel dirtiest source we can use. And so, yeah. So yeah. it's, but I think that's exactly, he was trying to get them revved up one last time, which I, was interesting because yeah. it was his inauguration. He didn't, yeah. he didn't need to do that. Well, uh, well, that's part of the the problem, I think. I don't believe that he actually has a plan. No. I think that his whole thought is, I keep them revved up, because that's what he does. Well, he creates a distraction if there's something comes up that, yeah. Well, I mean, his entire life, his entire business is about branding. It's about and advertising. I, yeah. He doesn't actually do anything. He People talk about him as being a great builder of buildings and everything, but the vast majority of the buildings that have Trump's name on them, Trump didn't have anything to do with them. He just licenses them. But, you know, a lot of companies have done that. I mean, Nike and a lot of those folks don't make their shoes anymore. I mean, it's all about the brand. They do, but they they have foreign... You know, plants in Indonesia yeah. or wherever doing it. Well, but that whole branding, that that yeah. concept of branding, where you're creating a brand that no matter what you stick your name on, it 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 has more value because of the brand. I mean, oh, that and is speaking of which, this is civil politics here on <laughs> Valley Free Radio. <laughs> <laughs> and what's our call number, Mike? Number what? Now it's one hundred three point three FM WXOJLP. So, yeah, go ahead, Sue, sorry. Oh, in Northampton? <laughs> in Northampton, yes. In Northampton. I forget what I was saying. But that whole... That <laughs> no, you were talking about branding. Yeah, uh-huh. and sort of that concept of building something and making it and, and producing it to just branding things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of where our society's gone a little bit. There's, there's you know, it's not much but value. But don't you think that's part of the problem? Yes, no, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying that he's not unique. No, in he's that, not. In that, you know... GE he, used to do a lot of loans, and they want to get away from that business. So now it's all about jet jet engines, you know. And yeah. it's it's you know it's a funny thing where it's not it's it's it is style over substance. Yes, I uh, for example met a man, a lawyer, who thought that because my name was Claxton, I was somehow associated with the Claxton fruitcake business. Right. Well, why he came to this conclusion, <laughs> I don't know. But not only am I not associated with the Claxton Fruitcake Company, nobody who works for that company is named Claxton. 
<laughs> it's named after the town where the bakery is. Ah. <laughs> which was incidentally named after a 19th century actress, but that's an entirely different problem. And, and well, and my last name is Dow, but I'm not really... Did you crash today? How, how Where were you today? <laughs> uh, apparently, Jones and I were up 90 points <laughs> at the end of the day. But I'm not well, a... That's nice. <laughs> Good and to know. I'm not a... That's, that's not a relative of mine. Uh, yeah. Nor is the Dow Chemical uh, Company. Uh, that's a totally different Dow family. So... You know, um, and my last name is Timberlake, and they used to always try and connect me to the boot, which is Timberland, and I could never yes. figure that out. It's like the boots. You, your family They're does the even, boots. Not even the same name. Well, I thought you were in uh, what was that band? In Sync, boy band. Weren't you in that? Re- that's a remote relative. Oh, okay. but Adam and Eve. Uh, what? How many generations is that back? Str- strange, strangely enough, you'd have I, to ask Archbishop Usher. I, I actually am related to the people who made the Packard motor car. And who started the Hewlett Packard Company? They're not close relatives, <laughs> but I am actually related to them. Oh, okay. But nobody would think that because is you that know, why you like Packards for burgers so much? <laughs> well, that that actually is a restaurant that was named after the car. So, well, there you go. So, um, where were we going? Oh, anyway, so this we're branding. Talking about branding. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I was just suddenly suddenly hungry. So, so um, what a day <laughs> to watch this whole process. This was just amazing, um, and and like I said, a lot of good decorum. But I will um, mention the event that I saw and I heard people talk about, and that is that as Trump was leaving, he gave a speech, and he went over and he he was shaking hands with the Clintons and the, the Obamas and the, and the Bushes, who were all sitting so on the other yeah, side. Yeah. And he went up to Michelle Obama, and she did not move. And she'd been very gracious earlier. And he gave her a big bear hug of a hug, and she left her arms down at the side. And all I could think of is, this is what men do. They have no idea. And this is exactly what she yeah. spoke about. And she didn't, she kind of made a face. You know, you had to really watch it to see, but they were replaying it later. But he went over and he just, he just didn't care whether she wanted to be hugged or not. Just, yeah. you know. Well, well, yes. And I think that this was as a part, black this woman, was, how horrifying. This yeah. was part of our problem with Trump last year. Those of us who are in the center and towards the left. And I think even for you, who are right a little bit right of center that you have this a guy a little <laughs> I keep a lot of my views to myself on this show <laughs> that this is the guy who talked about grabbing women by their genitals yeah and we have and she spoke out about that very forcefully and we I, have I, we yeah. have a Trump supporter <gasps> in Connecticut who did the same thing in fact he he is a member of the board in the small town in Connecticut and he was talking to a woman who works for the town. Oh, I heard about this, yeah. And yeah. said that he was glad he didn't have to be politically correct anymore. Actually, he said, I love the fact that I don't have to be politically correct anymore. And then he grabbed her genitals. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And you're going... That's is, why women should carry guns. I've said that before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only is, women, no is, men. <laughs> is this what America has become? Is uh, this what... The country is becoming. Well, he's got a big lawsuit, I'm sure. Oh, yes. (laughs) Like a gigantic lawsuit. Yeah. And that's the real, I mean, we talked about this before. He's also facing criminal Criminal charges. charges. But but the, the legal systems in the local cities and towns and the states and, you know, all the protective barriers, none of those disappear because, you know, we change president. I mean, that is actually, that's where a lot of the work is done in this country. But, but there are people who don't 
realize this. There are people who don't understand it. They think that now they are free to go out and do the things they've always wanted to do, like shoot black boys in the head or, you know, beat the crap out of gay people. A lot of the reason that Trump got elected was people who hate gays. They were scandalized by the Obergefell decision. They hated the decision. And, the bathrooms, yeah. and they keep insisting yeah. they keep insisting that now they will be able to go and overturn that whole gay marriage thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the trans thing, which isn't quite the same as gay thing, but um, trans bathrooms. And, Mo yeah. Most of the people I know were more upset about Obergefell. Yeah. yeah. But I and certainly, the whole idea of gay marriage. I've, I've certainly participated in some discussions online about the uh, President Obama's decision to commute the sentence of uh, Chelsea Manning. Oh, yeah. Just before he left office. And I, I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he did that. Uh, I, she served quite a term. She served six years and they, in Leavenworth. And they, they did some really horrible things to her. Well, I, I don't know exactly. I know she spent uh, a lot of time in solitary confinement, and I know that it's been hard enough on her that she tried to kill herself twice. So I, I think I, uh, you know, I'm not trying to say that, she, you know, what it she did. It wasn't a pardon. It right. It wasn't a pardon. I don't think she deserves to be pardoned. She did commit a crime. She did commit espionage. She turned she, herself in. And, and, she, and, yep. and, and, it, and good order and discipline in the military is very important. Nevertheless, I think. And there was the violation of the oaths. Yes. And, but I think I don't think mercy is a is a is a is a is a failing. I think it's a virtue. And I think six years hard time in Leavenworth is. I think I think that got the message across. Well, and wasn't it much? <laughs> you know, it was I a much higher um, um, sentence than most of the equivalent stuff for other people. That that may I've, I've heard that, and yeah. I've heard other people say well, for, well, for, no, and I don't know. Well, there are because it wasn't highly confidential. It was only confidential or something. There's secret. Yeah, they yeah. were there, going there through were secret. the secret. Yeah. Yes, there are three levels of secrecy technically in the U US government, there's confidential, which is the lowest form. There's secret and there's top secret. And some of the stuff that Manning gave away was secret. Yeah, but not top secret. And yeah. was very, very harmful to the United States when it was released. It was certainly embarrassing. So, um, yeah. So, um, so I, you know, that's a tough one. I assume you no, waited no, I would, I would point out that um, General Petraeus who was given effectively probation when he admitted to giving the away information secrets, home and gave yeah. away top secrets to yeah. the other to the his biographer yeah who was also his lover yeah yeah well and, and he got probation so there you are yeah well and uh, you know uh, and uh, uh, General Flynn who's going to be the national security advisor assuming he's confirmed uh, shared uh, 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 information uh, inappropriately uh, uh, in uh, in a way much more serious than the way Hillary Clinton did but he you know firmly criticized Hillary Clinton so I mean but he gave it to one of well, our um, I would also he point gave it to foreign nationals. allies yes. yeah to I, our allies. I would foreign also nationals. point yeah, foreign nationals it doesn't matter that they're allies yeah it's not cool <laughs> I would point out that there was a man whose name I forgot it starts with a P uh, who went to prison and served a lot longer than than Manning did, uh, I think like 30 years, uh, for giving information to the Israelis. Yeah, I don't remember his name either, but yeah, I remember. He, he, he gave away a lot of important secrets to the Israelis, which some of which got passed on to the Russians. So, but the point is, I mentioned, I mentioned 
uh, Chelsea Manning because I, I, I had discussions about that, and some people were really angry that I referred to Chelsea Manning as Chelsea Manning because Chelsea Manning was originally Bradley Manning. Chelsea's a transgender woman, and that's that's, she's a she. though, though, that's who she is. I mean, but they're I, well, keeping her in the male. They're keeping her in the male prison. They kept right. her in the male yes. prison. But but uh, so people were you know arguing about how that was an invalid thing to do, and I'm just saying like I don't know who the, I don't know this person. You know who am I to tell tell you tell her who she is? You know to, to say I know who you are better than you do. Well, but, I, you know, I had a similar take, argument with somebody, and my response was that. Chelsea Manning has never been found guilty of anything. Bradley Manning. Was. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, think about think about that that position though of a person who's saying whether or not you disagree or agree with him commuting her sentence, that the people are so angry that they can't even they want to try and assassinate her personality too. Yeah. In other words, that's the part that we keep going to where it's not just that I disagree with you, but I try and I try and dismantle you and character assassinate yeah. you and yeah. that's the and part that's terrible. That's what we try to avoid here on yeah. politics. <laughs> yeah. You know, we we can argue with each other and we frequently do and we can disagree with each other, but we try to present reasoned arguments as to why we hold these positions. We've occasionally even succeed. Yeah. <laughs> so we now have a president who, if you if you go against him, he will try and trash you. Yeah. Yes. I and mean that is actually of doing he, that. Yeah. he doesn't use recent arguments. He doesn't even use the truth. You know, we were talking Meryl earlier. Meryl Streep was a second whatever you said. A second about. rate actress, really, <laughs> one of the most fetid actresses <laughs> of her generation. <laughs> Yeah. Seriously, not to mention the fact that Trump himself called her one of the greatest actresses of her generation a few years ago. He has a new twi uh, Twitter handle. I just saw it. I forgot what it was. I meant to come in and say P -O -T -U -S? what it was. P-O-T-U-S? I think it is POTUS. Well, that's As opposed POTUS. to P-O-S? That, that, that is the account of the President of the United <laughs> yeah. States. Yes. It goes with the office. So, yeah. yeah. I don't think he's planning to use it, though. I think he's planning to keep using the his... his and WhiteHouse.gov has changed over, and they had yeah. six issues, which, of course, I didn't write down. Health care is no, nowhere among it yeah. of his top priorities. It's sort of they, amazing. They also, by the way, shut down the LGBTQ page. Oh, they yeah. did? I missed that. They took off the... Um, the LGBTQ uh, tab and the climate change uh, tab. Yeah. Um, apparently, they also have uh, a small ad for Millennium Trump's QVC line. What? Because you're kidding. They, Please I, tell me you're kidding. In her in her list of accomplishments, Act. they are they are um, they said, and she started a jewelry line um, called whatever on QVC. Oh, so they're promoting it. And there's uh, a link to that. You can actually. Oh, no, it, might, it just says it in the bio. Yeah, I, I, I will research it right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one. I mean, here we go. She, it's a thing she did. It's it's okay to mention that in the bio, but an actual <laughs> link to go buy things. Yeah, I used to yeah. run the that. Bang, there, bang also, capital. There's also yeah. the problem with the hotel that's not far from the White House, which is currently owned by Trump, but the contract with the government specifically says that no one in elected office is allowed to profit 
from right. Yeah. So that's that's going to be complicated. And the, I think the post office notified him that it, it was going to be defunct as soon as he was sworn if if he didn't do something about it. Yeah. So But you know, so much to talk about. And he still owns about. the company, so yeah. so he hasn't done anything about We're it. We're going to be really busy over the next few weeks, I think, probably. Oh but, yes. But I do over the over the next couple of years, at least. I do think there are people that really feel strongly that this country was on the wrong track, not withstanding oh, yes. a black president. Yes. I just mean on the wrong track. And well, that's one of the very, major reasons they thought it was. But I'm yeah. I'm saying there's people that that's yeah. not the reason, and and they're really hopeful that he's gonna just dump the place upside down and change it, and everybody's gonna have jobs well, again. And I mean, I mean, he there t- is an optimism for a section of them. There, there's a bit popular. in his in his speech where he said, you know, we were gonna make America uh, rich again, and I'm like, America's not. America's rich now. The problem, you know, make America safe again. It's like America's really safe. You know, make America strong again. Except like, for the fellow that was on the sidewalk. In right. Front of, but, but, well, I'll get to that in a sec. But I mean, like, we have, like, the strongest military in the world. You know, I mean, like, you know, like all these, you know, leading up to, like, we're going to make America work again. We're going to make America great again. It's like, you know, um, unemployment's down at a low, uh, uh, you know, at like a 10-year low. You know, I have and, to say they're terrible jobs. Some of them are. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, and you know, some of them are really great jobs. But I mean, you know, but I mean, like the economy's people have fallen out of the workforce. But the economy's a lot stronger than it was eight uh, years eight ago. years ago. Oh yes, you know the uh, the Obama administration did a great job of, of of bringing our economy back from the brink, and there's there's more work to do. But like, and my guys we, fought them at every turn. Right, we, yes. we 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 are stronger. Our military is great. You know, uh, you know, uh, and th- you know the streets are pretty safe. But yeah, the people who are for whom that is th- those things are most not true are the people Trump doesn't care about. They're they're women, they're people of color, they're 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 LGBTQI people. Um, you know, they're the people he doesn't like. And so he's saying like I'm going to fix all these problems, but not for the people who actually need the help the most. You know, and certainly he's not talking about helping the poor, and that includes poor white people because I mean, you know, like America is an incredibly rich country, but the wealth is all funneled up to the top. It's funneled to a few. Was it six guys own half the yeah, some, wealth eight, in the world? Eight guys. Eight guys. Eight guys. So, well, we can certainly talk about that. <laughs> um, we do actually need to take a break right now. Uh, so we're going to play a few public service announcements, station IDs, and uh, 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 blurbs about other shows on our on our fine radio station. So we'll do that, and then we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Please don't go away. We'll be right back. Classical music on Valley Free Radio. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, in the country, we have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. Sundays at 10 a.m., WXOJ's radio show, Occupy the Airwaves, has the latest news from the occupation movement, locally, regionally, nationally, and around the planet. Tune in at 103.3 FM or webcasting at www.valleyfreeradio.org. 
blogging at occupytheairwaves.wordpress.com. Listeners can call into the show at 413-585-1033. This is Ruthie from Pedal People with a public service announcement. If you frequent downtown Northampton or Florence and you pass by the recycling and trash bins on the street, the public ones, I'm here to let you know that cups are not recyclable. No plastic cups, no paper cups, no styrofoam cups, no clear cups, red cups, blue cups, yellow cups, no insulated cups. Because if you put cups in the recycling bin, it means either I pick them out or someone at the sorting facility picks them out in Springfield, or it contaminates the whole load too much that the whole load is considered trash. Or if you can just bring your own cup all together and not have disposable cups, that'd be even better. Thanks for listening, and thanks for your cooperation. Creative Valley is a show where I, DJ Spence, get the opportunity to talk to the fascinating creatives of the Pioneer Valley. From authors to performers, artists to game designers, bands and musicians, you'll find them all on Creative Valley. Sundays at noon on Valley Free Radio, 103.3 FM, Northampton, or online at valleyfreeradio.org. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. (coughs) This is still Michael Dow, that's still George, and that's still Susan. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> trying to. Or trying someone to, very much like you. <laughs> trying to be a Republican in the slings and arrows of outrageous misfortune. Or well, you are stuck here in the wilds of Western <laughs> Massachusetts. It's but, true. Uh, My house hasn't been egged yet. But. but Well, but, you know, I mean, your party is politically ascendant right now across the nation. Uh, controls Which means that everything is now your fault. <laughs> And not not it's really been true them. My whole life, and so not really I, them. You, you, you know, they're going to pass the buck, and it's going to be like, yeah, I, we know the Trump administration made promises, but because of this lady out in Western Mass, it's all her fault. I'm yeah, trying to that Timberlake chick. Yeah. When the Gazette called me to talk about something Republican, I was like, shoot, yeah. they know who I am. <laughs> oh no. So so actually, uh, we do have a, a clip from uh, from the our new president's uh, inaugural inaugural address. So it was just. I've referenced earlier, but let's play it. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. And your courage and goodness and love will forever guide us along the way. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. I I gotta say, I really don't get that. I mean, for one thing, we have pride parades every year there's one every in the, in the first saturday in may every every year here in northampton i mean i mean i don't know how we can be any prouder well part of the problem of course is that the people that he's talking to are not proud of that <laughs> they they are proud of the 1950s and they are proud of ozzy and harriet and leave it to beaver and father knows best Wow. That's the America that or they want. Or it might want. even be the 70s and 80s when the economy was booming and all was right with the world. Well, you mean the 90s? Okay, maybe the 90s. Um, 
The 90s was the strongest economy we had since the 50s. We had 4% growth in the 90s, just like we did in the 50s. Yeah. You know. Really? Yeah, yes. we really did. Yeah. Under Bill Clinton, 4%? we... 4%. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bill the Clinton... Cl- the Clinton years were, were boom years. Yeah. Well, the but, Carter a, but a years lot of had, it was fake. The Carter years, we had like 14 to 19%. Well, that was inflation. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Which, yeah. by the way, didn't really get better under the Reagan administration, which saw a massive increase in taxes across the board. Hmm. Well, um, yeah. And the, so we the, go forward. <laughs> so And so we go forward with... Um, but, but I well, think that Mike is right. Yeah. You know, when did America stop being strong? We have the largest military in the world. It is larger than the next 10 militaries combined. We have... Chinese are building ships. Yeah, yeah the they Chinese can. are building ships, and we still have more than 40 times the number of ships that they have. And we have uh, a pretty advanced na- uh, Army, Navy, and Air Force, too. And, well, and given, given that their aircraft carriers are based on old Soviet aircraft carriers, they're not that great. I was going to say that a lot of things that happen, are, we have old our infrastructure here, and so they just, they've been using this Beretta 9 millimeter that they've been using for years and years, and they spent the last 10 years trying to get rid of it, and they just today... Yeah, the six hour. I yeah. was hearing about yeah. that, because a friend yeah. of mine on Facebook... Hey, Sean, if you're listening, by the way, hey. He was all excited, because he thinks the six hour is great. <laughs> do you know what the real problem with all of this is? No. We switched from the 45 to the 9 millimeter because the 9 millimeter is more accurate and... Never has, jams. And has... Never jams. Oh, they do jam. <laughs> I have fired the bread and it jams. I have a friend but who fired it in the service and they, lived by it. He said it was the only one that but never jammed. You mean the old they, Browning 45 from <laughs> from like 100 years ago? Colt, actually. Col- oh, Colt. Yes, oh, okay. the M1911. Right, okay. Uh, but the 9mm has significantly more velocity and significantly more power in terms of range, but it doesn't have the stopping power. It doesn't kill. In and fact, you can't even use it to deer hunt in a couple of uh, states, right? Because it doesn't kill the deer, it just maims it. Really? Yeah. Because it penetrates. The 45 stops you and puts you down. One of the reasons that they went to the 45 originally is that they were fighting Moro tribesmen in the Philippines, and they shoot them with a 38, and they wouldn't go down because they doped themselves up first, and they also tied off their limbs. But the 45, it hits you, and it puts you down, and it keeps you down. Oh, is that what they mean by stopping power? Stopping power. Is it transmits the, more the of the force of the bullet though, to the target? The people okay. who are carrying those sidearms are officers. Officers shouldn't be shooting at things. Officers should be directing people to shoot at things. We don't need somebody with greater range on their weapon. So, so what you're saying is officers should, you know, stick to like giving orders and letting the people who work for a living Stay do the job. Stay in your lane. <laughs> and, you know, the the idea that officers suddenly need more and more powerful handguns, well, if you wanted that, teach them how to use a Desert Eagle. It's a fifty caliber round. Holy it will moly. stop you. <laughs> yeah, but these people have to carry two. Anyway, the point was that I they've, been, break my wrist. they've been arguing about this for years, yeah. 10 years exactly, and bidding it and doing this and doing all that. And, and in the meantime, you know, we needed a new... And actually, the the, the, the army is going back to the forty-five. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see. I Smith just saw the six. Smith and Wesson has made a new M- version of the M nineteen eleven. It's m- much more accurate and still has the stopping power. Well, what about what about the Colt? Are they 
uh, did Smith and Wesson buy them out or something? Why isn't Colt? Uh, actually, after Colt invented the M nineteen eleven, it started being made in other factories. Oh, immediately, okay. just as the M one, which was invented at the Springfield Field Armory, Armory. Yeah. was also made by Colt, by Smith and Wesson, and by other gun makers. They oh. farm it out. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I don't know much about the guns. Yeah. The, the, the bullets come out of the yes, hole. Yes, the, the, M- the M16 was also invented by Colt. Yeah. But I I have great hope for General Mattis, who's coming in, and that he'll help straighten out a lot of he, this. Yeah. The, the interesting thing, you know, you bring up Mattis. Because he'll balance Trump's viewpoint. Well, it's, it's not just Mattis. He's the if high you, point of the Trump uh, proposed <laughs> Trump cabinet. That's if you, for li- sure. you, if you listen so? to yeah. a lot yeah. of the cabinet nominees... They don't agree with him at all. They all disagree with Trump. <laughs> yeah. Well, not just that, like, but a lot of them like are just really unimpressive. Like, um, some of them are way out there. Betsy DeVos, for example, she hasn't sure. done her ethics stuff, right? Who, she's among other up. things. Yeah. Among other things, she's also the one who says that there should be guns in school in case schools are invaded by bears, grizzlies yeah. in Montana yes, I, I, or you somewhere. Know what? Uh, Wyoming. I Wyoming. happen to know that the Grizzlies Range. have have <laughs> begun marshalling their paratroopers <laughs> and that soon they will be invading schools all across America. Not bears from above. Not paratroopers, George. It's a They're big building country. submarines. Well, I, they also have submarines. Yes. I, I can imagine that in With Alaska. China. Those are the polar bear submarines. Right. Yeah, I was going to say in Alaska, they, they do need guns for the roving polar bears certain times of the year. So. Sure. Well, sure. yes, but not in the schools. In the uh, schools, too. I would hope not. We, we have these new things I, called doors. <laughs> and the doors have these really specialized pieces of equipment called locks. <laughs> okay. You know, a, a, a very lovely um, brown bear. We have brown bears here, right? Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. We, we don't. We have black bears. Oh, we, we have, have black, black bears. bears. I always Ursus, do that bears. Ursus Americanus. Thank you. I had a very nice black bear that ripped the door right off my shed in the back of my yard. So yeah. the grizzlies are... Pretty strong, and they're like yeah. ten times stronger. Well, than yes, but a shed door tends to be weaker than the doors on schools. Well, and there has never, in the entire history of the United States, you're just making this fact up. Being a case, you can't of a, say this. Yes, I can. <laughs> I absolutely can. There has never been a case of a black bear breaking down the door of a school. Oh, black bear. Well, I don't know about that. I know they went in a neighbor's uh, screen screen porch. They broke through their screen door. Yeah, I could break through a screen door. Yeah. Yeah. And this is friendly. Yeah, this and those are those are not aggressive bears. Grizzlies are quite aggressive. Well, in any event, there's a so we shouldn't make fun of other states because they the, really do have the, different. No, I'm making needs. fun of DeVos the, the because inc- there has never been a case of of bears breaking into schools in the, harm. The incidence of of bears attacking schools is pretty low. I think there have been fewer bear attacks than there have been terrorist attacks on schools. Are you are you saying this from factoids, or are you guys just saying that you believe this to be true? I'm no, learning I, to I, ask you. I, 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 I would point out that I've actually written articles on the subject. On bears? On the subject of bears. Yeah. There uh, And there have been a few cases of black bears actually attacking people. There, oh, they almost never do. There was a black bear that attacked and killed a baby in upstate New York. Because it was going after the peanut butter that around was around the child's mouth. There yeah. was a black bear that broke into a home in Arizona that killed a woman there. And there was a case in the Great Smoky Mountains. And about but two years ago in Northampton, one of the um, guards that was w- watching one of the races was on the bike path. And a black bear licked her shea butter off the back of her because they're getting kind of tame here. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, but again, you know, the, the are, number of... of 
actual attacks by black bears in the known history of the United States amounts to about 12. Okay. And we're talking the last and 260 I'm not, I'm not years. talking about black bears. I was just saying, for example, well, they I ripped th- the door. But, but even, even grizzly so bears, I, I the number of deaths from grizzly bears. So I'm going to Reagan, you guys. And this was a you famous... You already com- did. Because f- like this whole thing about <laughs> bears and talking about bear Guns. attacks... It's sort of like believing you know, that ketchup is a vegetable. Or so, trees are a major source of pollution. There you go. Well, um, actually, they absorb CO2. But um, so what he Reagan said, his famous, his famous commercial was, I grant you they may not be Russians that we should be afraid of. But you may say there's a bear in the woods, and I may not... If there happened to be, wouldn't you rather have a gun? And that was a very famous commercial that got him elected. I remember. Yeah. It depends. If I have a twenty-two and there's a bear in the woods, I should be leaving the woods. <laughs> a grizzly bear, not a black bear. Uh, even a black bear. You shoot a black bear with a twenty-two. all you're going to do is make him mad. Yeah. Well, bear safety isn't actually really <laughs> uh, an important part of what we talk about here on Civil Politics. Yes, we have to st- stay with the bear necessities, okay? Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, let's so. not get growly. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, yeah, so let's move on to some of Mother Nature's other recipes and talk about. <laughs> let's bring Mike's expertise on the radio to bear. Yes, I'm bear, not, bear, I'm not he sorry. He has expertise. Bear, bears, <laughs> however, are quite delicious. All right, I'm gonna. Okay, cl- I'm done. I'm gonna claw my way out of this before <laughs> it's too late. Oh God. <laughs> oh, that's Stefan. That was a double one because there's the the donuts too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so not sorry. Um. So um. Yeah. So, uh, Trump has picked some. So some different really states have different needs. That's my only right. Point. And different that was be, that was needs. and that was Betsy DeVos was saying, and that's that's her approach to whether or not we should enforce the Students with Disabilities Act. Uh, uh, oh, interesting. I didn't hear that. She specifically said that there shouldn't be an American. Well, Tim Kaine asked her about it, and he said, like, you know, there's a, uh, you know, the people with students with disabilities, educational access. They get mainstreamed. Yep. Yeah. You know, right. right. So the point is that uh, it's a federal law. And he said, I don't think any school that's getting federal money, uh, I think every school that gets federal money should have to comply with the federal law. And she said, I think it should be handled by states. Oh, you know what? What she should have said is she's going to cut all the federal money to states. Well, if she'd said that, that would be a different you'd thing. You'd be closing a lot of schools <laughs> that way. And you'd be closing yeah. a lot of schools. Yeah. But, I mean, that's... Exactly, or or you, you know. as a homeowner will be paying double and triple yeah. the amount that you're currently paying for taxes. Do we build new schools in Northampton? I don't think Even we do. Even if you're not building new schools, you've got to keep them open and operating. About 50% of the budgets of most towns in western Massachusetts goes to the schools. Wow, 50%. Yeah. And, you know, uh, then there's Tom Price over at, uh, who, who's supposed to run Health and Human Services. And there's this scandal because apparently he's been, uh, you know. Insider trading. Insider trading like nobody's business. Did you know that used to be legal? That that was yeah. legal until very recently. And ma- yeah. uh, Nancy Pelosi and a lot, all her colleagues, that's how they made their money. If yeah, they yeah. weren't lawyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's. that's It was considered f- perfectly fine. They were exempted just like the conflict of interest for the right. president. And I'm glad they're not. And they tightened it up and he was probably late with his. We also, it might have been Price, it was somebody who was, uh, no, it was the guy nominated for Treasury. Who, oh, Mnuchin or who whatever was, yes, Mnuchin, yeah. Who was found to have bought a bank in California and started illegally foreclosing on people and turning elderly s- people out of their homes. And service, service uh, personnel. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm trying I, to think of the I, bag I heard, he bought. I heard the tail end of that, and he they, said he they w- changed the name of it. I he said he was Alagash proud of his wash record. or wash of you or wabash you or something like. Well, that. Well, he he said he was proud of the work the bank had done. So yeah, mm. said it was they were misrepresenting him. He's he's an interesting guy. Um, so he, he also, by the way, he was uh, Goldman Sachs. Then he owned that bank, and I forget yes. what else he did. He did. Movies, he's, he's he's been a movie producer. Yeah. Really. Yeah. He also said. Uh, I believe earlier. Look him up on IMDb. Earlier today, mm-hmm. he admitted that Trump's tax plan would, in fact, increase the national debt by seven trillion dollars. Yeah. And you said that. Well, Ooh, they, they, an didn't, man. they didn't have very good people in the Trump campaign working on these things. He was the fi- he was the finance guy for them. Yes. During the campaign. And he said that in the testimony? Yes, and he said he looks forward to having experts in the Treasury Department who can help him with this sort of thing. Well, uh, so we'll I, see how much that that happens. So I, I have a little rumor that's going to make your head spin around. It's a really? it's It's from a Breitbart guy yeah. about the Trump campaign. And they should know, actually. They should know. Yeah, yeah. And is this about the Russians feeding them information and uh, money? No, this is about um, why Trump is hesitating on health care. Because he is going to introduce Medicare for all in a vanilla base product. That's what they're. That's what he's fighting with with his um, Health and Human Service secretary. And that then the insurance companies will only sell like add-on insurance, yeah. just like it is in uh, Britain. If there's if there's if me- he does that, people will drop their jaws. But that's the rumor. If is that, that's it, what it, he's, his it, supporters will go berserk. They will if go berserk. D- if he does that, on the other hand, I got to admit, I I will I will go I will tip my cap and say, all right, you know, that's actually it could I work would better. I would support yeah. it absolutely. Yeah. So that's uh, the rumor. That's my, so, my, I, I would point my out people to that, do that too. That the Obama administration, when they were first working they on the ACA, they tried to do that. And couldn't do public option. They were and yep, couldn't all do of the Republicans and some of the Democrats actually opposed it. Yeah, yeah Joe Lieberman. Oh, Joe Lieberman, most uh, of all. And who came from the insurance capital <laughs> of the world. But think of what's changed now. A lot of the insurers are, are pulling out. They're playing hardball. Yeah. Right? And so they're saying, well, it's collapsing. So this would... Yeah. This would be just a beautiful strategy, I think. So, and you know, I'm in favor of single payer, so I picked right up when I heard this one. I, this I, I, I yeah. hope that's true. Yeah, I doubt it's true, but I hope it's true. And I just had to say it out loud because I was just busting when I heard it. So well, I said, th- what a brilliant solution because that would take it is care a great of, solution yeah so if you don't but have a choice you can just you know sign up for medicare and yeah i'd do that yeah the thing is that we have a lot of rumors floating around out there that no are one could substantiate unsubstantiated yep. i know people who were posting things yesterday about how the secret service was going to be keeping the press from covering protests that occurred on the streets of Washington D.C. and I was going. How, how would they could do they that? Do Guys, that? <laughs> I drones. worked. I worked <laughs> in the press for many years. There's no way you could do that. Yeah. There's an article on Forbes about how it's possible, but there's not anything definitive. Uh, what is possible? Um, the uh, Medicare, Medicare, Medicare for, for all thing. All thing yeah. yeah uh, there's nothing. The there's nothing definitive about definitive yeah. about that. So they might be referencing you know the Forbes who wrote article. It? Can you see from there? I can because of the magic of the internet, John. F. Wazik, the author of Lightning Strikes, The Debt-Free Decree. 
Huh. It's on Forbes and uh, the same LASIK who invented ISIG. Voizik. Voizik. Well, at least so it wasn't Steve Forbes because if Steve Forbes said sure. it, it, you know uh, that that's where they're going. But one yeah. reason that um, we do not have Forbes on our approved list is because um, the on Forbes.com, it's kind of like Mike.com or, or I believe Vox, and they allow um, a lot of uh, pretty much anybody to to write an article, and it's. They publish Not, unvetted stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So um, this is uh, basically an opinion. So it yeah. might have come yeah. from that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but Forbes magazine is is a different matter. But back to okay. what I was saying a moment ago, you know, people talking about this, there's no way that you could do that. I, as a reporter, if somebody wanted to stop oh, keep you me, out of the press uh, reporting well, on... Well, um, to keep yeah. me from reporting on something that's happening on a public street. I have access to well, the public street. And the secret, so I'm going to report on what's happening And how the would the Secret street. Service do that anyways? I mean, their, their, their bailiwick is making sure the president is safe, well, not you know like the, patrolling well, actually, the streets of... Actually, you know the, the Secret pro- Service has several different subdivisions, one of which is the protection of important political figures, but there are other functions of the Secret Service. So today, yeah, when the protests... General crowd control away from where well, those people they, are? Well, they are responsible for all of the security during the inauguration, and they coordinate the military, the police, and others, mm. so including t- the um, Coast Guard, who had el- helicopters, armed helicopters, and didn't patrolling they just the skies. fire the head mm. of the... Um, National Guard of the Coast Guard today. They did uh, something today at noontime, right? Actually, I yeah, I posted an article about that uh, a few days ago that the Trump administration ordered the general who was in charge of the yeah. of the Washington D.C. National Guard, which is under the direct control of the president, because he fired there, the guy. There is no. Um, there is no. no governor to be in control, so the president is under direct control. Uh, but somebody told me that because they of the backlash, they stayed that. Yeah. No. Well, today where the riots were was on K and 13th Street, and people brought hammers and were breaking windows, and you know K Street's mm-hmm. where all the lobbyists are. But they were the press was saying that the Capitol Police was in charge of it because it's about three or four blocks away from the White House, mm-hmm. and that they didn't respond in time when the limousine got set on fire. And oh. then they were regaining control of the street um, a little bit later. But they were blaming it on the Capitol Police because it wasn't that near the White House. It was actually D.C. police. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the Secret Service is in control of the security of the inauguration and the things immediately around it. Which is probably why the protesters went over there, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we can talk about how our nation is going up in flames and uh, uh, a bunch of corrupt incompetence have been nominated for uh, I'm editorializing a bit but really I don't think I'm, I'm stretching it too much but I'm hoping to be optimistic uh, well you, you've been wait. very optimistic so far but you're the only one you're hoping to be hopeful well that's that's good Sue I hope you I hope you can be hopefully hopeful soon I hope something good comes and out of this and join us again next time exactly. when the control voice takes you from the inner mind to the outer limits and we we didn't uh, talk about uh, sort of to take a look back at President Obama. Maybe we can do that next week. Next week. So uh, thank you all for joining us for Civil Politics tonight here on Valley Free Radio. Uh, stay tuned for Subculture coming up with a great mix of uh, electro pop and other dance music coming up in just a few minutes. Um, uh, this has been Civil Politics. Thanks for listening. Good night. <laughs>